boost your mood in New Jersey. Surprise yourself with new wonders. Stroll beaches and boardwalks. Discover places to dine and catch up with friends. See inspiring art, culture, and history, too. Savor sea breezes and explore all the treasures nature has waiting for you. Rise to the call of adventure or catch a wave into the ocean blue. Find it all at visitnj.org. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email X-Zone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. My guest this hour is Ken R. Unger. He is the CEO of the True Happiness Project and co-founder of Grace Entertainment Media, which is GEM. His new book, The Ultimate Breakthrough, Spiritual Therapy for Emotional Pain, is unique in publishing history. It's a book that actually heals. Now, as a former atheist who writes apologetics, uh, practical theology, and conspiracy fiction, he's been called America's C.S. Lewis. Ken is a true Renaissance man. He sang with a rock band. He's been a commercial actor, model, and voiceover talent, hosted an award-winning radio show, and done countless radio and television interviews. He's been a pastor and a professor since 1979. He's taught classes and led retreats and seminars on spiritual growth and emotional healing in the U.S. and the Bahamas. Joining me now is Ken Unger. And Ken, welcome back to the Exxon. Great having you with us. Rob, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Ken, uh, Ultimate Breakthrough, Spiritual Therapy for Emotional Pain. Tell us about it. Well, you know, I have uh, done healing work for the last 15 years, mm-hmm. and uh, through both through healing retreats and through individual therapy. And I wanted to write a book uh, that would give people uh, a tool that they could take if they couldn't afford to get therapy, they couldn't afford to go to a retreat, there would still be a resource that would lead them into healing. And it took me 10 years to perfect the book because I wanted to make sure that if anybody bought it, I could mm-hmm. guarantee that they, if they do what it says, they will experience profound healing and life-changing transformation. And uh, I can say that with confidence now. Everyone who's contacted us who's used the book has experienced exactly that. Ken, I have never heard of healings being done through a book before. How, how is this possible? I never have either. You know, there are lots of books that talk about healing yep. and uh, lots of 
therapists that say that what they do is healing, but talk doesn't heal. Talk alone and information alone doesn't heal. We need to go beyond information and even motivation Mm -hmm. and reformation to transformation. And that happens, in my humble opinion, spiritually. Uh, through, Through spiritual healing, people can change. And so I ask the kinds of questions. Here, here, here's the essence of what I learned about healing. Okay. Is that we all have pain. Yes. We all have things that have, have hurt us. Mm-hmm. Most of us are in the paralysis of analysis. We've talked about it. We've thought about it. We've journaled about it. And, and we still got it because we don't know what to do with it. We, we may have a pretty good idea of what happened to us. But underneath the symptoms in our everyday life, there, there's unhealed emotional pain that we don't even remember. And it's that primal pain that needs to be healed. So what I advocate is that people will read only a chapter a week, mm-hmm. do the exercises, reflect on the things that I've given them to reflect on, then put the book aside for seven days, and then pick it up again and do the next chapter. When they do that, the spirit comes and begins to bring up things that they don't remember. Ken, I hate to do this to you, my friend, but you're a broadcaster. You know that we have to take commercial breaks on hard breaks, so please stand by, Ken. Exxon I sure Nation, my very special guest, is a good friend of the Exxon. Ken Unger is his name, www.transformationincorporated.com. And uh, Ken and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell. From our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away now. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing. Old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. We all desire health, happiness, and fulfillment 
but often get in our own way. Repeated patterns that leave us out of control can keep us feeling powerless, frustrated, and unable to move forward in spite of our best efforts. Unconscious patterning disconnects us from our gifts, often destroying the very thing we seek. But there is an answer. We can take charge of our destiny and heal the trauma of our history. Shamanism is an effective ancient modality that can reconnect us with our true selves, empower the creation of our dreams, and return us to health and balance. Cody Alexander is a certified shamanic practitioner and teacher with 11 years experience. Email healingpathways33 at gmail.com or visit codyalexander.net to schedule a long-distance shamanic session today. Explanation, Ken Unger is our special guest, transformationincorporated.com. And Ken, before we went to the commercial break, um, uh, you know, I said, and I still believe that your book is the only book that actually heals. I think you're absolutely right. And um, um, the the premise that I use mm-hmm. is that when when you heal the pain, people no longer need the aspirin, whatever the aspirin is. Yeah. I've been reading a painful book recently. It's called Beautiful Boy. It's about a father whose son was drug addicted. And the son has written a book called Tweak about his experience being an addict. As I read the book, I I was pierced to my core because here's this kid with this emptiness that I think only the spirit can fill. And with these issues that he, when he, when he turned to methamphetamines, which is probably the most dangerous drug in the world today, and when he turned to heroin, it gave him what he was looking for to fill the emptiness. It gave him a sense of acceptance. It gave him a sense of approval. It gave him a sense of love and mm-hmm. peace and of invincibility. All of those things can be ours through the spirit. And the spirit, when it comes into our heart to heal us, removes the things, the pains. Imagine if you lived with, with a, um, uh, any physical pain, let's say a tennis elbow mm-hmm. or, or a bruise on your knee. And you go through life and you, you're limping because you're hurt. Yeah. And you can't swing the racket because you're hurt. And when that's removed, you can function again. When we have a wound on the soul, we hurt, and it affects our relationships. It affects our love life. It affects our business, because business is about relationships. And, and it affects our, our, the, the people we care about the most. When the, when the pain is healed, we don't need the aspirin, be the aspirin. Drugs, alcohol, sexual addiction, food addiction is a huge problem. 60% of America is obese. Yeah. We don't need it anymore. Because what and we've been doing is we all we've been doing is masking the problem instead of fixing the problem. That is exactly right, and unfortunately, modern medicine men are little more than uh, than legalized pushers. Exactly, today. exactly. And again, uh, masking the problem doesn't deal with the core. It doesn't deal with the root. It doesn't heal anything. So the drugs that we give people are usually treating the symptoms mm-hmm. instead of the core. The core can be treated through. Here's here's my premise, Rob is uh, that God knows everything that ever happened to us, even when we were in the womb. I've had people at my retreats go back into the womb and see forceps coming after them and realize that they were a botched abortion. Oh, my gosh. They didn't know that. They later were able to confirm that that happened. The Spirit can show us anything that has harmed us and heal anything 
that has wounded us and caused us to not be able to function fully. But how do you get people to acknowledge the existence of spirit if they in their own little tiny bubble world do not believe in such things? Well, it's interesting that you ask that, because, as you know, I used to be an atheist. Yes. And uh, the two men who wrote these books were both atheists. I came to finally acknowledge my need for God because nothing else worked. And finally I turned and said, God, come in and take over. I'm messing mm-hmm. it up. And and that brought the amazing transformation that healed a lot of my core pain. And um, so I think the only thing ultimately that causes a person as, as hard-nosed as I was to come to the end of their ropes is coming to the end of your rope. It's desperation. Now, other people, you know, I, I think there's easier ways if, if you just seek as much of God as you understand and ask him to give you more understanding and begin a search the process can be easier i didn't i wasn't doing a search i was going to kill myself when i finally said okay god i give up but how did you go so, from how did you go from pastor from atheist to pastor that that's an entire turnaround well i was very reluctantly i i remember saying okay i'm uh, okay i've given you my life but mm-hmm. i i'm never going to be a pastor i'm never going to go to seminary and uh, I'm, I'm never going to be a Methodist. Well, I learned to seldom say never to God, because within a year I was doing all three. I was in seminary. I was involved in pastoring a Methodist church. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> so, uh, but, but at that point when I gave up my life, I said, I want to follow you wherever you lead me. And so he took me through those experiences because they were things that were essential for the rest of my journey and the rest of my life. Is it ever too late for anyone to open up the door to acceptance? No, it really isn't. I know people who have done that in their 70s and even later. Wow. What kind of uh, things have you seen people healed from because of your work? Uh, I've had uh, two instances of people healed from uh, cancer. one was a tumor that we hadn't verified was cancerous, but it was a, you, she, she was afraid to get tested. Oh, heavens. But uh, she could feel the lump, mm-hmm. and at one of the retreats, as she uh, began to experience, as people prayed for her, a burning where that lump was, and it continued for a period of time. And when that burning stopped, the lump was gone. Uh, another woman was, was a woman, uh, it was actually a sad story, because by the time she got to me, she had lost all of her hair because of the drugs. She was in, you know, the final stage of cancer and came to me out of desperation. And we were able to spend some time, her husband, my wife at the time, uh, her pastor and his wife, helping her get in touch with the primal pain uh, that for her, most people when they contract cancer, within 18 months to two years previous to the manifestation of the disease, they've had a traumatic experience. So when I asked her if she experienced any trauma within uh, two years, she said absolutely. She immediately knew what it was. She was unjustly fired from a position in a very humiliating way, and she couldn't let go of the resentment. I read something recently. I think you'll love this, Rob. Resentment is taking poison and thinking it's going to kill somebody else. Oh, that is heavy. Isn't that amazing? It is. It truly is. And so as she released 
as much of that resentment as she could, she went in two days later for a test. Mm-hmm. And the doctor said, I don't know what you've done, but all of your, all of your blood results are radically better. And she told him what she had done, and he said, well, that's fine, but you need to continue taking the meds. And the meds ended up killing her. Oh, heavens. Uh, so, but we've had that. I recently had a, a young man brought to me by a, a, a friend of mine mm-hmm. who, uh, early 20s, good-looking kid, uh, in good shape, smart kid, but he was having psychotic episodes in his head. And he'd been having him for a year. He'd been to three psychiatrists. They each gave him different levels of medication. The first one said, I don't believe you. I've never heard of that. Uh, well, it was real. He was having these voices, these icons manifest in his head and began talking to him by the hundreds every day. And the drugs didn't, didn't touch it. It was getting worse and worse and worse. So finally he came to see me. Rob, I know this will sound incredible. But I do therapy very differently. I do it very emotionally and viscerally and spiritually, not cognitively. And I also ask for open-ended sessions. The 50-minute hour doesn't work. Right. And so I ask people to come for as long as it takes. If it's an hour and a half, two hours, three hours, stay here till we get someplace. He was here with me for almost two hours. At the end of the two hours, he left believing that he had the tools to deal completely with these icons and these voices. I, I got a letter from his mother three weeks later saying, Ken, he's doing so much better from that day on. I don't think we need to see you again. I got another letter three weeks after that saying, Ken, my son is my son again. He's almost back to normal. He's getting a job. Fantastic, Ken. With all, the great, work, with all the great work that you do and, and other people in the, in the world are, are, are seeming to open up uh, to the to the idea that, you know, doctors aren't the end-all to be-all. Why doesn't modern medicine incorporate the things that you do in order to help more people instead of just being legalized pill pushers? It's a very good question. I think uh, the modern Western medical model doesn't have any room for the spirit. It's an anti-spiritual discipline. And many doctors are agnostics or atheists because they've fully bought into the, uh, the total materialistic mindset of medicine. And uh, in addition to that, the drug companies mm-hmm. fund most of the uh, education of doctors and also fund most of the treatment options that doctors are given. And so it's largely, uh, let me give you an example that I have in the book. It occurred to me the word psychologist means knowledge of the soul. The word psychiatrist means treatment of the soul. The soul has no part in modern medicine, psychology, or psychiatry today. Hmm. And so it's like a foreign universe to these people. And, And not only that, the drug companies don't make any money. Um, by giving you anything that will get you well so that you don't need their drugs. Most of the drugs they prescribe, they tell you you'll have to be on for the rest of your life. It would seem that the drug companies are the antichrist of good health. In some ways, I'm sorry to say, I I think that that's not an inaccurate statement. Uh, It pertains to cancer and it pertains, pertains to drug and alcohol treatment as well. They know that their recidivism rate is going to be terrible. They know that most people are going to go back mm-hmm. and need treatment again and again and again and again. Do they really want a treatment that would, in one 
session, one month, get a person so healthy they never came back? It's not good business sense for them. It isn't. And if we if we cured cancer, which I believe has been done, I believe the cures for cancer are there. Mm-hmm. If we cured heart disease today, most hospitals would go under. It's a sad state of affairs, my friend. Please stand by, Ken. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation Ken Unger is our special guest. We're talking about the ultimate breakthrough, which is the name of his book, and his website is Transformation Incorporated. Dot com And uh, Ken Unger and I will be back on the other side of this news break as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Exonation. Ken Unger is my special guest this hour. www.transformationincorporated.com. He's the public. He's the author of a new book entitled "The Ultimate Breakthrough That Actually Helps People Heal," as they're reading it, which is which has never been heard before. Um, first of all, Ken, congratulations on something that is, you know, that is has been unheard of, and I know that everyone who who buys your book uh, experiences 
something positive in their lives. And and as a person who is a you know a pastor, a professor, you you've done the entire gambit. You're in the media. Do you see an awakening spiritually that has not been seen before in the history of this planet? I do. I see a spiritual hunger, a, a, a realization. Mm-hmm. Many people refer to themselves as spiritual but not religious. And uh, I refer to myself as Christian but not religious, which makes some people go tilt, because Christianity, sadly, is so associated with religion. But I do see a spiritual hunger. Mm-hmm. People looking for... They realize that happiness is an inside job. Yeah. And, and, and uh, but there, you know, one of the things that I, I did in, in creating uh, the True Happiness Project, which is just in its very seminal infancy right now, was, I, I learned, and maybe, maybe you, you've heard this, the guy who wrote the song, Don't Worry, Be Happy, yes. sang it, yeah. I understand committed suicide. Bobby McFadden. I, I believe, if my information is correct, he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And so I want a, tr- a true happiness project because 70% of Americans say that they're not happy and they're looking for happiness in all the wrong places. So in addition to Transformation Incorporated, I wanted to create the True Happiness Project to give people a place where they could look for the spiritual roots of happiness that would bring them true and lasting happiness, not, not something passing, not something fleeting. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's all about. It's trying to slake that hunger and that thirst, satisfy the hunger and slake the thirst for for uh, spiritual depth and meaning and purpose and fulfillment. So, what do we? What? How do we look at this world that we're in right now? Are we? Uh, are we in the final days, uh, as talked about in the Book of Revelations? Is this the dawning of the new age? You know, is there going to be? The end of the world come December the twenty first, twenty twelve. The end of the Mayan calendar, or or are we just so screwed up in society that we don't know which way is up? Well, I, I, first of all, I don't think it'll come uh, December two thousand twelve, mm-hmm. but I do believe we are entering the last days of life as we know it on planet Earth. And uh, the amazing thing is, if you if you study the things the Bible says will happen in the end times, they're all happening, especially uh, setting up a third world war Mm. in the Middle East. Um, It's coming to pass, and uh, very quickly, especially, I mean, honestly, Rob, have you ever heard of so many earthquakes in so many places? Never, never before. I had one here, three in the morning last week in Huntington Beach. Um... They're all over the world in diverse places. That's one of the signs of the mm-hmm. end times. Another thing is men's hearts failing them through fear. Well, a heart attack is largely a function of fear, stress, and anxiety in yeah. people's lives. People are stressed out like never before. Economic collapse, which I think is eminent. Well, we I don't see think that, we've begun to see that. Well, we see that happening. The Dow Jones right now is, is down uh, 419 points. Yeah, on top of 200 and some yesterday. Yeah, exactly. And so I think we're in, in going into not only a double dip, but a, but a Great Depression, not only in the United States, but globally. Yes, I agree. And well, again, these things, per, personally, I believe, and you know I write conspiracy fiction, mm-hmm. done a lot of research on it, I believe these are contrived 
tragedies. I believe there's by design people are engineering the destruction of our financial system. Why? So they can bring in one currency. So they can totally control the entire world with a global currency. Well, we, we saw that started in Europe with the euro. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that has to collapse, and our currency has to collapse in order to create now a global currency. Imagine a currency that covered the United States and Europe. And then imagine at some point forcing China into it. That would take care of most of the world and uh, the rest of the world will have to fall in place. And once that happens, as mm-hmm. you, I'm sure you know, there are already the technologies in place to insert chips yep. uh, in our hands that could be used so that all the credit card fraud, all of the identity theft would no longer happen because we'd, hit, we'd bear within our body the chip that we would use to access all of our funds. There'd be no cash, and at that point, anybody who doesn't go along wouldn't have any resources to live any longer. Well, we are what's necessary. We already know that in certain circles, children are chipped. We know that animals are chipped. We know that That's pets right. are chipped. That's you know, correct. so so this technology is here. People believe that you know just because they use cash, they they can't be tracked or traced. That's so. That is so naive. No matter who you are, you use your passport, you use your bank card, you use a cell phone. You're traced. You're tracked. You can't get on an airplane it, without any of those. Things. Exactly. Exactly. Can't rent a car. No. Nope. Tell me. I guess. Tell me. What's your take on nine eleven? You know, I'm doing research. I actually have a producer who's interested in one of my uh, novels that I've adapted into a screenplay about the. Um, the global um, government that's mm-hmm. coming. And so I'm re- I've begun doing some new research on 9-11. I'm in my infancy of the research. But there's no question Building 7 was, didn't, didn't come down the way they said it did. It was blown up. And there's very little question that the other two buildings would not have come down merely, and I say that advisedly, with, with the impact of an airplane. You know, to me, the, think about that. That thing set up the entire scenario that will lead to World War III and hasten the economic crisis of the United States and Europe. I also understand that you claim to know who killed JFK and how and why. Tell us about that. Oh, I have, I'm, I'm positively convinced that I know that, and it's actually a matter of public record. Um the the book that fi- it was actually the movie JFK that got me started doing research on the global conspiracy, and I had some missing pieces. The missing pieces were eliminated when I stumbled onto a book called Double Cross, which was written by Sam Giancana, whose uncle was Sam Giancana, the head of the the Godfather of mm-hmm. the American mob, who was involved with JFK and with his father Joseph Kennedy. And the double cross in that book is that Joseph Kennedy, JFK's father, was a bootlegger. And uh, not, not many uh, Irish bootleggers. It was mostly controlled by the mafia. But he somehow got in, and he had gotten some people very angry with him, so there was a hit on his life. He went to his associate, Sam Giancana, and said, is there a hit? Sam said, yes. He said, can you get it removed? And he said, Sam said, yes, but what's in it for me? He said, here's what's in it for you. If you get the hit taken off of my life and help my son become president, I'll see that you have access to the Oval Office. Sam said, no problem. He got the hit taken off. 
if you remember the election, the state of Illinois carried the election. The state of Illinois was largely controlled by Chicago. The bo- ballot boxes were stuffed by the mob in Chicago to put Kennedy in office. Hmm. Kennedy gets in office. He immediately appoints his brother to be the attorney general. And instead of rewarding those guys, they had the audacity to go after them. So now they're going after the mob, bringing them up for you know, federal hearings, they're also going after the CIA in the wake of the Bay of Pigs. What that book explains is that the CIA and the mob were functioning as two sides of the same coin. Here's what I mean. The mob, the mob was being hired by the CIA to do hits in Central America and various other places around the globe on behalf of our government. They had a working relationship. They actually hired certain people to, to pull off a hit against Castro. The same people, when, when JFK promised to eliminate the CIA, which he said he would do, to go after the mob and then to, to turn our currency back to away from a Federal Reserve note to a regular currency, then it became absolutely essential to kill him. The same people that, that his own White House, through his brother Bobby, was engineering the assassination of Castro, which would have been done in an open motor car on an established route. The same killers who were, who were being hired to do that then were spun around by the CIA and the mob and used to kill JFK. Did JFK know that his father had uh, made these plans with Giancotti? Of course he did. Of course he did. So why, why would he, in his right mind, pull, uh, pull this double cross? The hubris of the Kennedys was incredible. Uh, they really believed that they were invincible, that they could do anything. And I think, I think he felt, uh, and his brother felt, that they could, they could take these guys down instead of having to pay them off. Unreal. So was Lee Harvey Oswald the scapegoat, or was he actually the shooter? Total scapegoat. There's, it would be impossible to pull off the assassination, in spite of what the History Channel says. Mm-hmm. Using that gun in that place, in that position, nobody could do it. It was impossible for a pristine bullet to go through a guy, through three, you know, two or three people in two or three different places, and end up on the gurney, totally untouched. Come on. Yeah, if, you, if you look at anything, the people who wrote the Warren report explaining the assassination, the government's view of the assassination, were the very people who ran the CIA and were being fired by the CIA, in the CIA by, by Kennedy. Mm-hmm. It was the guys who ran the CIA. It was totally a setup. Uh-huh. To um, uh, he was he was a scapegoat. Totally, he was a patsy. You know, to to think that he really believed that he could have pulled this double cross just boggles my mind. You know, I I I don't know very much about politics, but I do know that you don't bite the hand that feeds. <laughs> no, <laughs> and you don't try to you don't try tricks with somebody exactly. like the mob or the CIA. Exactly. For Pete's sake, yeah. these are trained killers. Both of both both organizations, if we call them that. You know what? What would Kennedy have gained by by disbanding the CIA? The CIA plays a very essential part in 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 the in the strength of the U.S. Well, he would he believed that they were um, apparently believed. I can't speak for his mind. I don't know what was in his mind. But he believed that they had actually set the thing up to fail and that they were trying to make him look bad. 
and and he also believed that uh, that they were corrupt, which I believe is accurate. That they are corrupt. That they do illegal things, mm-hmm. and uh, things that nobody in in, in America should be doing, uh, uh, including being involved in bringing drugs into the country and uh, protecting those who bring drugs into the country and using drug money to fund things like the Iran Contra yeah. affair, good old Ollie North, uh, which Clinton was involved in with George Bush Senior. And so, you know, I think he saw those things and said, you know what, we can do better, mm-hmm. and uh, these guys are out to get me. I think there was a little paranoia there, so I'll get them. I'll take them down. I'll remove them. We'll put in a different, just like he was going to remove the, the uh, Federal Reserve note and go back to, a, you know, some sort of a currency based on gold or something solid and established instead of the Federal Reserve uh, notes. What he, do you... he went after some very, very big enemies, and they got him. Let me ask you this. Hypothetically, Ken, what do you think would have happened if Kennedy would have accomplished all he set out to do? Very, very interesting question. I've never thought of that, but I do believe if he could, and I don't know anybody can, can really get rid of the Federal Reserve, but if he gotten just that mm-hmm. accomplished... Most of our national debt is to pay the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is not an arm of the government. It's privately owned banks that control our currency. Our entire economy, you know, the motto of the people behind the global evolution or the global revolution, the global world, one world government, the mm-hmm. new world order, whatever you want to call it, their motto is we don't care who runs the government as long as we run the money. And that's what the Federal Reserve gave them the power to do. In all likelihood, Lincoln was assassinated because he, too, wanted to remove their power and not let them have power in our government. Um, when they finally did gain power under Woodrow Wilson, uh, Wilson said it was the, he, he was duped and it was the worst thing he'd ever done for our country. It was terrible to let these people in. If we weren't paying back the federal debt, we had no federal debt before, the, before there was... Um, the, the Fed. Hmm. We didn't have a national debt. We didn't. People people didn't need to hold two jobs. The tax rate wasn't what it is. M- most all of our income taxes go to pay the interest on the federal debt. Ken, stand by, my friend. You and I have to take our final break. Exxon Nation. Ken Unger is my guest this hour. The name of his book, The Ultimate Breakthrough. His website, Transformation Incorporated. dot com. And we'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. 
It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation, whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials. How we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Exclamation, uh, Ken Unger is my special guest. The name of his book is The Ultimate Breakthrough. His website is www.transformationincorporated.com. Ken, I remember from the last time you and I spoke, um, you you have something called Peace Without Prozac. I was, wondering I, if you, if, I, I was wondering if you could share that with our listeners, because I'm sure everyone listening today is either under a lot of stress or knows someone who's under a lot of stress, and I was wondering if you could share with them the Peace Without Prozac. I will. I, I've actually added that as an addendum, addendum to my book, The Ultimate Breakthrough. It's very simple, seven simple steps. And if people will go on mm-hmm. onto the website, sign up for the newsletter, I will send them a free printout wow. of those seven steps, Peace Without Prozac. But let me give you one or two simple ones. Um, whenever, and anxiety and depression are the biggest psychological problem people face today and, health, and cause the biggest health problems. Mm-hmm. Even the AMA is admitting 85 to 90 to 95 percent of physical problems have a root in emotional distress and stress and tension. And so um, the first thing I recommend if I have a person come to me facing a, either anxiety or depression it came from something I read from Henry David Thoreau. He said he never had a problem that didn't radically change and even go away after a long walk. So the first thing I recommend is get up, go outside, take a walk for 30 minutes. The effects of that alone will probably deal with 30 to 40, maybe 50% of the symptoms of anxiety and depression. Wow. The second thing I recommend is journaling. Journaling is incredibly important, but I recommend they do it in a unique way. They, they write a letter to God, however mm-hmm. they perceive God to be, and they basically say, here's what I'm feeling, here's what I'm thinking, and they just let the, the pen flow until they're done and just get out all the thoughts and all the feelings and then end it with some sort of a request or prayer for help. Please help me change this. Please help me do this. Please take care of this. Those two things of those of the seven steps in peace without Prozac 
those two things alone will take care of at least 50% of the anxiety and depression people face. Fascinating. Ken, as happens every time you're here, the time goes by so fast. How can our listeners get a copy of your book, The Ultimate Breakthrough? They can get it on Amazon mm-hmm. uh, at the ult- uh, and just ask for The Ultimate Breakthrough or do a search for Ken R. Unger. Uh, or they can get it through the website, and there's two places to do that. As you've said, transformationincorporated.com. That's kind of a little wordy. So we have a new domain, www.souldr.com, and they can go on the website. They can look in the store. They can get uh, three of the four books that will be a part of the True Happiness Project. Ultimate Breakthrough is in hardcover. The others they can get as e-books there. And um, so that's the best way to do it. Ken, I want to thank you ever so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us here in the Exxon, and I look forward to the next time you and I chat together. Take care, my friend. I do too, buddy, and a real pleasure. Thank you. Good night, Ken. Exxon Nation, Ken Unger has been my guest this hour. And uh, once again, if you'd like to get a copy of Ken's book, it's called The Ultimate Breakthrough, Spiritual Therapy for Emotional uh, Pain www.souldoctor.com. That's S-O-U-L-D-R.com. We'll be back on the other side of the news at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past as we continue here in the X-Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell.